Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Forever. Dog. Well, folks, it's happened. You begged, you pleaded, and I made it happen for all of you. And I'm so thrilled to be back. Yes, America and the world. It's Michelle Collins, and I have a brand new podcast. It's called Midnight Snack. You're listening to it now, so you already knew that. Um, We're calling it a late night podcast because that just made me laugh. And also, I look better in the dark. Like, I look better at night. You know, just thinking about for, like, promo shoots when we're available to be human again. Um, I love an upshot lighting. I love a... A Lumi. I'm watching our next guest drink out of what can only be described as a rain bucket, a bucket that you put under a leaky ceiling. We'll talk to him in a second. Don't say anything yet. I'm just so thrilled to be back. So thank you. Um, happy to be back with Forever Dog. I'm going to call Jared out on something. Let me introduce you like a, a real lady. 
My next guest is someone I adore. I used to remember breathing his droplets deep into my lungs. I remember the days that we could sit. You have to stop drinking out of that jug. I mean, it's so distracting, Jared. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. You have to. <laughs> Jared is drinking out of this, like, yeah. it's a Home Depot toilet, basically, with a straw in it. And you keep putting it into the frame of the Zoom, and I can't see anything else when you sip out of it. It's this too is much. What, this is what I drink from when I go walk with my girls at the local high school track. It's how much water fits in that thing? Seriously, two liters? Yeah, it's supposed to be, I think it's 30, yeah, whatever. You're supposed to have it eight times. Well, anyways, uh, let me let me just introduce you. He's a comedian. He has an absolutely hysterical um, sex and dating podcast called The J Train Podcast. You can follow him on Instagram. You're one of the funniest people on Instagram. You know, I just adore following you. Um, at Jared Freed, F-R-E-I-D. Uh, and he also rates charcuterie boards. We're going to talk all about it. So for the very first guest this week, we really threw this week together. I said, bring Jared on. I love him. He's my number one dude. And you're here, Jared Freed. Hi, Jared. Michelle, thank you so much for having me. That is, it is such a compliment to be the first guest. It is. And I really do consider, even if you didn't mean it that way, I have taken it that way. It is a pleasure to be here. I, I, I meant it that way. I love, I know you did. I'm, I'm saying it, I, that's how I'm taking it. I really do appreciate it. And I totally agree. A late night podcast. That's a great idea. And it's also the there's so many directions with the cover art that you can go into. We have the cover art. You're going to shit when you see it. My mm. friend Ben Wiseman um, designed it. He's brilliant. Uh, it's great. I'm really excited about it. And honestly, first of all, it's a compliment because I was saying you are my Tom Hanks. When Conan started his show, Tom Hanks was his very I feel like he's always the first guest. Okay, and, and you're my guy. You're any it. comparison to America's hero is is am- yeah. amazing. I'm America's f- first COVID celebrity, Tom <laughs> that's, Hanks. That's Remember right. back? That's who, that's who made us realize it was serious. <laughs> yeah, like seriously. we didn't take it seriously. We're like, what? What? Wait, wait. <laughs> Tom Hanks, you know, like it's like Mr. Rogers, you know, I know that this is already old news, but how excited was Rita Wilson's hair person when Tom Hanks and Rita got coronavirus? Remember how she came for her hair guy who was late? That man must have done the didle didling from Fiddler all night. I would have been. <laughs> it's uh, it's just amazing. And then she just showed up on Listen to Your Heart on The Bachelor singing Bachelor. And you're like. What is this? Is this Rita Wilson's comeback? Was it COVID leading into li- being a judge? And now we're going to like that see her everywhere? show. I know. Listen, by the way, we are actually recording this the day before. It's going to sound like we recorded this months ago. If we talked about listen to your heart. Yeah. But I know, I know that Jared and Rita and Wilson are... and, <laughs> and <laughs> Tom Hanks. About, I'll prove I'll prove that this show was just recorded because I just you know, saw that Joel, Sh- Joel Schumacher died. The director. Oh, no. Who? Yes. Who directed all the gayest Batmans, the best mm-hmm. Batmans. And um, some of the best worst movies ever. I didn't know that he was a gay man in real life. It says that he claims he had sex with up to twenty thousand men. Which oh honestly, God. the Wilt Chamberlain of, the- of 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 directors. I he was uh, the he was the nipples Batman. Remember that was like a thing. Was, yeah, of course. Nippy Batman. Of course. Yeah. Do I remember? <laughs> Why does that sound like something from the movie A Bronx Tale? Oh, yeah. nippy bats. Yeah, nippy bats coming up any minute. Sorry, we got him here. Um, that's my Bronx Tale impression. Chas Palminteri, rest in peace. I think he's still alive. Is he? Chas? Still still kicking. Still kicking. Wait, every uh, every week on this podcast, we're going to check in on whether or not Chas Palminteri is still alive. 
It would be a great sign-off. And that's our show. Chaz is still alive. We'll see you next week. Yeah, and then I break out into all that Chaz, and it's a, my Chaz commentary parody song. I'm like, oh, that would be fabulous, actually. But, um, no, we're talking about Listen to Your Heart. The guests, the guest judges on that show, Jared, I, every week I say this out loud, I go, hasn't Kesha been through enough? Every week some shit comes out. And I'm like, hasn't Kesha, is, was Dr. Luke not enough to ruin Kesha? Now we're parading her left and right for all these things. She's, she's on the secondary bachelor on the secondary, uh, you know, the voice like this is like, yeah. And also in addition, it was like Ashley Simpson and her husband who I had no idea. I had no idea was Diana Ross's son. Yes. And I was like, and I kind of like was like Ashley Simpson and some some guy. And everyone's like, that's Diana Ross's son. I was like, okay, people who know too much stupid shit. No, of course, everyone knows that. I had no idea. Okay, well, then you're the stupid. I guess. I I was like, Um, are you watching Bachelor Goat episodes? I'm not. I I have been watching them and they're they're pretty great. I, I have to say, I'm like, so I'm thoroughly enjoying them. Really? Yeah, because it's actually you don't realize how much fat is is to be trimmed on these episodes. So like they really go through the story so well. And it is kind of fun to check in with people like Chris Harrison will like they'll do like they'll they do they do dedicate part of every episode on whoever the crazy was that season. Right, right, right. That's fun. And it's really funny to see them go and they're they, you know, the, it's funny to see them go like, um, and they decided not to join us <laughs> after know, like, they get shit on. Yeah, like, like they Chris just Harrison did like a physically has not segment. changed. He looks the same. No, Chris. Oh, completely. He looks amazing. He's Walt Disney. They've embalmed him. He's just totally. I mean, he's a smooth, smooth, handsome man. I would say it. It is amazing, and he has his son there, and the son's like in shorts and a t-shirt. And he has like, his son on the show. Yeah, he's like his producer. Like it, it's That's it's so funny. It's a fun watch because then he brings in guests in between, and it, it's just like, and you do have these moments where you're like, I can't believe it is weird to see them pull out like what the attitudes were then because like right now they just cast uh, Matt, um, the James. new bachelor, Matt, Matt James, James and, yeah. Like, that's very cool to have a black right. bachelor. That's something people have been asking for for about, a long time. I mean, about time should be the name of the season. Sure. Honestly. <laughs> well, yeah. it, it, it was it was kind of funny to see that, like, the artwork was like 40 seasons, one black lead. And it's like, yeah, okay, you guys were in on this, too. You know, like, it it's took like, you 40 that's seasons. That's, yeah, it's like it, they're it, pitching it like, can you believe? It's like, you did this. Yeah. It like, reminds it, me, it looks like a, it looks honestly like a, a painting of all the presidents. It's like <laughs> Washington, Hamilton, Matt James at the very end. And then the, the next bachelor is going to be like some, you know, funny yeah. enough, I believe that he's a Republican, Matt James, from what I'm Oh, hearing. is he? I don't yes. know. I, I, I heard they that. Leave it to them that they would find <laughs> a black Republican. Like, they're like, how will America accept this? I mean, it helps that he's like hot as shit and friends with Tyler Cameron. Doesn't hurt. Tyler Cameron um, is oh, literally like like that is I a mean, America's sweetheart can do I no wrong. I just had to touch my hair. I just <laughs> had to run my own fingers through my hair. I said Tyler Cameron's name and I just I like I'm in ecstasy. I can't I, even control myself. I, I listen. I understand it. I met the guy. It was like meeting like <gasps> Captain America. Like it. I, like oh, I go. I remember God. I met him and Colton, and both of them. I did the same thing. I like reached up to their shoulder and I was like, "What is this?" Like it was like a different. <laughs> shoulder than i have like it was so, it was like yeah. a round you know but matt james i i 
All I've heard, I've done like one. I I was like, what's he like to like people who have met him? And they're like, pure energy, pure yeah. fun. And I'm like, no, that's what I want to hear. For this. Yeah. He's made for the show. You can just tell he's gorgeous. You know, when you describe their shoulders one time in Israel, I was mm. hit on by a police officer named Item, like mm. 10 items or less. <laughs> and he was like hot and, uh, you know, barely spoke English. I was on birthright. So I couldn't like sneak away. Like it was like very like romantic and hot. But at was one he- point I... T- what? No, go ahead. I'm was, sorry. He was not part of our trip. He was like a okay. random Jerusalem police, but like in a polo shirt. He wasn't in uniform, you know? And before people come for me and I touched his chest, like I put my hand on his chest and I never felt a, a men's, uh, any chest. Like it was like a deep valley, a chasm yeah. between the pecs. Almost like it was stitched together. I had something else to say about it, but who the hell even knows? I- I'm excited for it, honestly. What about Claire, though? I'm not pumped about Claire at all. I well, don't give a I mean, fuck so about Claire. So aren't they. I mean, like, they really did Claire a disservice by not, and we've talked about this before, by not being outwardly, like, admit to the new premise of the show. When you have a woman who's, you're going to have the 38-year-old bachelorette, Dig into that. Like, they should have had older men on the show. I thought they By should have... By the had- way, what I would give, what I would give as a woman mm. to see hot older men on that show instead of these bro-y, dumb fuck young guys. Absolutely. Not putting myself down, but I'm just saying, like, those dudes don't look at me, so I can't even fantasize about... Well, you know, about what, whereas like older creeps obviously eat all this up. So, you know, they do. So I'm like, okay, I want to, I want to be able to like get into this and like really pick a guy who I would want to be with because that's the part of the fun of the show. Well, that's the whole, that is the fun. It's putting yourself in the position of the person in the, in the role. And I have always said, and this is going to sound really bad, but I hope it sounds good at some point. I already know where this is headed. The Bachelor has always preyed upon the worst version of female. 22-year-old girl, screamy, 22, 24-year-old woman. The worst version of man is midlife crisis, 55-year-old man. I want to see that guy on camera. We deserve to have the... Paisley, like the guy who wears like the the, sh- the Paisley shirts. Oh my god, with know? the cuffs, with the yes. cuffs. I want, yeah, but I don't like those guys either. Those are like the New guys Balance, that date Ramona. Dude. Those yeah. are Ramona singer men from New York Housewives. I don't want those guys. Uh, some of them fine, but those guys can also be quite lecherous. Harvey Weinstein light, like Harry Dubin, as I call him. Sure. You know, where you're just like, what? What's with this guy? You know, something's up. Do, can let me ask you a couple things. Well, first of all, I discovered the best dating show. I've talked about it on my Sirius XM show. Okay. The best one, I honestly, I should copy what you do for it. I won't, mm-hmm. but um, no, 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 I won't. It's called First Dates, which I'm sure you've seen. Uh, there was an American version of it that was not great. Okay. And where, so where is it and what? It-, it lives on HBO Max, which by the way, I've been addicted to HBO Max. They have the best British programming of any of the streaming services. Really? What, yes. what, what a choice that is for them. They're like, we're... If you're going to get your British programming, you're coming to us. No, they have they have Louis Theroux, who is someone who I just adore. He's like one of my I, when I first discovered him in high school, I had such a crush on this man. I didn't know that I didn't eat for like three weeks. Anyway, um, Chris D'Elia DM'd me. Oh, those oh. were the days. What about that Chris D'Elia thing, Jared, that he Ugh. is reaching out? Do you know him? I, I, I opened for him once, but I don't know him. No, yeah. you know, like we're not like. 
texting buddies. Um, he didn't. He didn't slide into your snap. No, I didn't get any. No, I wasn't young enough. I guess. I. I don't know. It's all very sad and gross, and gross. to me. Yeah. I. I. I don't know. It, it's so sad and gross, and I feel you know you feel bad. You know when you read all that stuff. Let me ask you a question. You're one of the funniest male comics. I. You know that I absolutely adore you. Do you think that male comedians have a, um, a responsibility, right, to sort sure. of report? You know where this is headed. Really, that goes for all men, whether they're comedians or just people. But it seems to me like someone like Neil Brennan, who knew Chris well, or all these other comics who, in my opinion, sort of protected him. Do you think that there's like some sort of responsibility to like let someone know or just kind of mind your own business when you're hearing of things like that? I don't know. It's... Um... I guess there's a responsibility. I, I I just don't know how much you like divulge that stuff to other people. Like, I don't think, you know, I, I've never had someone come to me and go high five 16. Like, because you see those, you see the messages and you're like, okay, like, it's dude, not just the DMS with him. I mean that if it was just DMS it'd be like, okay, he's creepy. It's wrong. But he actually did like have these girls come over to his hotel. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he I, I, I think them like in there, that's it, really it's, where it's an issue. It's all. Yeah, of course. I don't know. Yeah, I, it's, I'm hard for words thing. because it's I a agree. weird yeah. thing because, and, and I think when you go online and you read like, like you read what people write and you're like, Oh fuck, they're right. You know, like there's no, there's no wrong. And then it's like, you know, when they say the certain, you know, but then when you see like someone like, I don't believe, and you're like, well, you, why don't you just shut up? Like, you know, not to not believe to not someone. believe it is, is yeah, just, like that's so, like willful ignorance, basically. I didn't intend to go into this whole thing with you now, but I don't know. Well, I felt right to ask you. I, 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 people yeah, listening, well. people are like, "Yeah, Mish is back." I'm open. Child predators. That's well, the whole show. Yeah. Let's move on. Let's move on. No, because I want to have fun with you. Can I say, sure. Jared? You know, I've known you a long time. I feel like what's going on in your life because you feel. Like, I feel like you started out a little stressed. Was it just the headphones? What's happening? The headphones stress. You look like a little, you look a little. Me like, out loose a little fun bit. Jared? Loose yeah. fun Jared's here. Okay, I, I think like we're, um, the headphones stress me out. You know, it's like, it's funny. Like when you, you know, when something doesn't work and then someone's like, are you okay? What's going on? And it's like, <laughs> That's yeah, me. Let, me, let me fix this <laughs> one thing. Jewish mother every time okay. looking right at me for those listeners out there. He said Jewish mother and his eyeballs three dimensional. Well, over then, in my living room. I know. And, the, and then my girlfriend is like popping in is on she a eating call. cereal next to you. I hear a spoon. I hear a fork. And a I plate. think she's playing the drums with her fork and knife on the, on the it's plate. Adorable. She's <laughs> and so and sweet. it's fun. No, she adores so we so moved much. in together, yeah. um, like two weeks into quarantine. So this has been like fun and exciting. And also how like, are you not filming that for somebody? It should that be, is the this, show. Yeah, this should be on I the 90 watch. day fiance, you know, oeuvre. Like it should in be the in universe. that world. In that yeah, universe, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I I we've been having fun. Like we have moments where we're like, man, look how well we're doing. And then we have other moments where it's like she probably hates me and it's like, you know, this is this guy is crazy because I'm also I don't like think she hates you. Well, I'm how like in she? that. How can anybody hate you? Well, I'm in Impossible. the too comfortable zone, I think. I got where it. it's just like all body functions are on the table. Um. All, oh wow! All of them on the table. All on the table. All right. Like I, I got it. naked in front of her. She called my penis a pee pee, and I was like, "Okay, we can't Ugh. have." D- don't don't pee-pee. say that on my first episode. I'm interrupting <laughs> you. Wait, I have I've, another question for you. Sure. You look like you've been. All right, let's talk a little bit about. Let me talk about me a little bit. Enough Please. about Jared. Listen. Okay, so here's my story. Let's talk about what has Mish been up to in quarantine. What have I been doing? So what has yes. it been now since March 13th? We've been locked up. 
Uh, I'm in the mode right now of wanting to buy a car really badly because I need a way to escape. It's so interesting you say that. The car thing has dropped. So I've rented multiple oh. cars during quarantine. I, I've lived in New York for 13, 12, 15 years. I've never even thought of renting a car. I'm already on my like third rental where I just signed up for Zipcar the other day. Like, Oh, don't sign up for Zipcar. Don't? Do not Why? sign up. Well, this is the whole thing. Because everybody is Zipcarring. <laughs> I had a whole, I mean, this if people who listen to my series show know this tale, but I had a whole thing with Zipcar where I was going to the Berkshires for a weekend, really risking getting the cocoa for laughs. Mm. And my friend has goats, and I was like, mm, I'll be there. So sure. my neighbors and I drove up, and we had a Zipcar booked. And the morning of, I wake up, you know, Pierre Gint is playing, birds are flying around my head, I'm feeling mm-hmm. beautiful. I look at my phone, I have no Zipcar reservation. They canceled it on me without letting me know. You can do and that? I had, Yes. No, they canceled on me. And they've just been doing this to so many people. So I actually would not fuck with Zipcar. So I I guess I guess I don't even know what a Zipcar is. It's someone else's car. It's it's literally someone else's. And no, it's they own a fleet of cars. It's like Mm. rental cars, but it's a car share. So like basically you and I could both rent the same Honda in a day, depending on our time or times line up. So I reserved Uh, weeks in advance for Memorial Day. And then without even texting me, they were like, oh, sorry, our car. And then they kept lying. They were like, it got in an accident. I go in an accident. But you had the whole thing was bullshit. I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty, but they they took care of it in the end. But it it fucked me up, but, but I want to get a su- car on that subject though. Like I have been like feeling, and I think we're going to see a mass exodus of New York city. Like there's like, I people know. are looking to spread their wings. They're looking to like, like I looked, I saw someone at like a lake and it was like a shitty lake with like a log cabin. I was oh like, and I was like, I need to be there. I need to be done. And, and what's even worse is like, I look out my window and I see the river and I'm like, I need to be able to jump in a body of water. I need like the ability to like dunk, Get out, walk around. Do you know see, what thought that wave. I had yesterday? Because I that? actually went to the outlets this weekend, which, you know, for me is like my Mecca. Yeah. Like, went to Woodbury Homecoming. Commons. Homecoming. They, oh, it was open. And I, I, it was me, every Orthodox Jew from Teaneck, New Jersey, <laughs> and uh, some other families. And the Orthodox, you know what the Orthodox, and I can say it as a Jew, the Orthodox sure. love wearing their masks with their noses out. And I'm thinking, wouldn't yeah. this be a time to cover them up? Like, yeah. it, it's uh, us as a Jewish people. It's finally happened. We, we finally- can cover our most defining characteristic, and you're letting this shit hang out? Yeah, especially when racial tensions are at an all-time yes. high. Everyone's like, <laughs> no, I got to show it off now. It's like, no, we can... <laughs> We cover can kind yeah, we can be like kind of hidden in plain sight a little bit. Yeah. Yes, I'm saying for people who are chinless, big noses, there are th- these masks are just offering up a world of possibility. Um it, it, it is it is a it's going to be the golden era of the chinless I you know, agree. the chinless it's, it's the, jawless it's community. Thing. The jawless are going to take over. I totally agree. Because as someone with quite a strong jaw, mm. one might even say a masked jaw. Um, I personally, I mean, I can barely find a mask that stretches over this Easter Island sculpture that sticks out of my neck. It's like. Really? They, it's, I, I swear. Okay. It hurts I, my ears. It pulls my ears forward. It's very hard for me to find a cute little mask. I might a have mask one for you. mask culture is not for me. <gasps> What is, I might have, is it like a is it a my girlfriend's mom like she really put it together like I'm out there it's the only time I've ever felt stylish in my entire life like really? I have the flower look I look like you know because the the other thing is like you know you can't really wear a skinny like I can't wear a skinny jean or a skinny tie oh, I only wear skinny jeans I can't I can't wear those things the skinny tie would look like I put a pencil and taped it to my like <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what's funny? I can't do little collars. Like, you know, some girls can do like a button yep. up with like a tiny collar. Or like I I literally look like um from a David Byrne music video. Like it doesn't make <laughs> any sense because of my shoulders. Um, but wait, why did I bring up the outlets to you about the car? There was a reason so I you had. took a car out there. Did you take a car out there? Took a car out there, but I just I really juice. wanted to get a car. I need a way to get out. Yeah. Juice it, for juice. I, I Cars think for that, kids. It, we, because I have a friend who lives in the city who has a car. And he's like, we were talking about just like, I was like, I feel like just kind of trapped in a, like, I have like three things to do here. I can like sit in the sun on a roof deck or something. Yeah, same. I can walk to like, you know, bars outside and drink from those bars, or I can walk across a bridge. And I'm like, that's it. There are no other options. I have a question for you. Sure. So you're actually looking quite svelte, Jared. Oh, I feel like you've this been is very so nice of you. Have you been exercising, working I, out? I have been very active for me. Have you? And I, so what I did, second week, the first, I hadn't drank from January 1st until the first week of quarantine. Wow. I was killing it. I was like, Cola I'm off Kavod, booze. As my mother would say. Yeah, Thank, Yeah. So I, I, I was really feeling good. I was like, man. And I kept, you know, when you like stop drinking or like you stop, you start doing some sort of health kick, you start you get to the point where you're confident enough to tell people, and now you think back to yourself telling people, you're like, man, what a fucking fraud I was. Like, yeah, I, you should I, never I, say it. I know. Yeah, like, never, I was like, you're setting the bar way too high. Once you tell people, yes. like, yeah, I'm on a diet, just shut the fuck up and lose weight. I, I, I should say that in the mirror every morning. I go, shut the fuck up and just lose weight. So I, I go, <laughs> I just call me, FaceTime me. So I, the first, so then, like, after that first week of quarantine, I was like, I, because I was going around telling people, like, you know, without alcohol, I'm just so much sharper. And yeah, then right. like a week into quarantine, I'm like, I got to drink. And yeah, that course. first week, I just was like, if I drink like this and I'm going to be inside and we're going to be hanging out, um, I started looking at like there's a trainer on Instagram who I follow and I follow him and his girlfriend. And the girlfriend is a fan of the show. And they're like very nice. And and I said to her, I was like, hey, I want to do something like what can we work out? And yeah. She's like, my boyfriend would be the perfect guy for you to talk to. So you have a trainer? So we have worked out some sort of arrangement oh. where over the phone, he trains me over the phone every morning. And it's like, I'm a hater. I'm a health hater. So me I'm too. a training hater. I'm a health hater. I I hate the idea of walking around the gym with a trainer. I think oh. it's like a waste of time. But you want to know what? I like it. And I'm going to tell you why. I have two things to say. When I had a gym membership, like when I lived mm -hmm. in L.A., well, the last time I worked out here in New York uh, was at the Crunch. I'm going to throw them under the bus. 83rd and Amsterdam or Columbus Crunch. Yeah. I went to work at class. It was like hip hop boxing, which I thought I was going to look so fucking cute. Sure. And meanwhile, you know, I looked like Ronda Rousey's like <laughs> big sister. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be so cute. And I had like no teeth by the end. But it was really just an ex Oh, no. It was just an excuse for this guy to jump around and twist. And I, you know, I don't know if you know this, Jared, but... I was out for dinner last year with friends, and as I was running to catch my Uber, I fell, hit my knee. Oh, no. Uh, really, really hard, but I was a little drunk, so I got in the car, and it was fine. Go to this hip-hop boxing class two weeks later, fully twist my knee. I don't know what happened. We were jumping up. I weigh too much to be jumping up and down a lot. Like, I See, can't do that. This is the this is why you want the personal attention. Well, that's you right. Want, yes, of course. So hold on. Let me finish because I want to go back yeah, to health please. hating. And I know we have to go to, to break in a second. And this is also leading me. I do have a question for you. But um, I ended up getting an MRI. This was mm. in uh, right before I left for London in December. 
And my doctor, whose name, I called him Dr. Turtle. And every time I said it, he went, it's Dr. Turtel. He was kind of a dick. Anyway, he. That is a Seinfeld character. (laughs) That is. Dr. Dr. Turtle, Turtel. Turtel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, he uh, he calls me in London. He's a nice guy. He calls me in London and uh, he goes, you know, we got your MRI results. And I go, hit me, doc. Now, at this point, my knee was feeling better. He goes, uh, you broke a whole piece off. I go, pardon? He goes, there's a piece of my right knee that just shattered off when I fell. And then I also twisted it in class. Oh, but God. I just, and I said, well, do I need surgery? He goes, is it hurting? I go, no. He goes, no. So I just have loose <laughs> shard in my leg. Dr. Turtle says it's fine. And I think it's okay. But I've been afraid to like do anything because I don't want to mess my knee up again. This is this is what I'm talking about where it's like with all these – the ba- here's the thing. It's like it's like comedy. Like the bad comics are more memorable than some of the good ones. Like is that true? I I don't know. Like you're just like I, I if I went and saw someone bomb, I'd be like that guy fucking bombed. Yeah, well, that girl well, fucking someone bomb- you hate. Yeah, well, the best. and That's it's the best. <laughs> well, but I'm saying like <laughs> it's like sometimes these trainers. What happens is whenever you join a gym, they're like, and you get a free training, and then this yeah, person right. like kind of like drives you crazy. You're like, I would never fucking want to. I'm embarrassed to talk to this person. And I think over the phone, we've done mm. everything over the phone. And he sent me bands. He like sent an Uber. Ooh, with I like bands. those bands. Yeah, I yeah. was, I, I mean, I'm a guy. I'm like, listen, me and my alt-right Joe Rogan friends, we don't use bands. Does you know? it, like, so, yeah, do pedophiles use bands, Jared? I, I don't you know really if they're big, them. So if they're big <laughs> in the pedophile. So my point is to say uh-huh. that him over the phone where it wasn't like a th- His approach was just, it was great because it was always like, it was within the, I could do it in my apartment. I go on the roof. I do it on a little patch of like, you know, AstroTurf. And it's been nice with the, with what's going on because it's an hour to just not be on my phone reading negativity and it's an hour to like get away. And, you know, also like if you're doing it at 1030 every morning, I don't want to wake up with a hangover. So it makes you drink less. Like it kind of. Goes into all my other parts of my life, you know. So I, know. I had a I had a whole bottle of red wine last night, and I actually also i I was drinking a lot when quarantine started because I mm. literally I, I think I was afraid and I was just feeling weird, sure. so I was mostly drinking wine. And I get the worst hangovers. Not to mention, you know, my new nickname is Forest Gunt because right. I have a full blown like even the barrel won't fit. Like the barrel with <laughs> suspenders is tight. I'm like the barrel. Um, even the barrel. You that's can't the other even go back name. to your to your sandwich sign job. You can't even <laughs> tell like, people. Eat at Guns. That's not a restaurant. That's what I kept screaming. But um, but wait, no. But I uh, what was I saying? But I had a bottle of wine last night, and a miracle is that I woke up actually feeling okay today. But I do. I have curbed it a little bit just because it got boring. It felt too. It was like repetitive. It, you know, it, I'm like, yeah, how did Nicolas Cage do it in leaving Las Vegas? After a while, don't you want to have like a day off? Jared, we have to go to a quick break. When we come back, though, I do want to ask you a question. Sure. Um, I'm going to pose the question before we go to break. When you ask someone, how do I look? Like when you ask, I know this is going to sound like hacky 80s, sure. but especially now in quarantine, a lot of people are are saying, you know, oh, I think I've gained weight. It's it's a big topic of conversation. Of course, it's going to be people, a big topic. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah. And when we come back from this break, I'd like to discuss with you whether we should be asking that question, whether we should just have a and how to respond when somebody who maybe has gained a little weight asks it to you. I have a few stories of my own, as Please. you can quite imagine. 
but I feel like you're a good person for this because we have we're very simpatico. I feel of course. Know. So these are the questions that we're going to answer, but not today. We're actually going to be back Thursday. We're going to release the second half of this podcast, Midnight Snack with Michelle Collins. I'm here with my guest Jared Freed. Make sure to listen to his podcast, the J Train Podcast. Follow him on Instagram at Jared Freed F R E I D. Uh, and Jared, you know I adore you. So we'll discuss how to handle weight gain conversation on Thursday. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. I can't so wait because we'll I have a lot of opinions and I think we're going to, this could be the Same. whole, it's going to be another hour episode on Thursday. So get ready. Get ready. And I have something else to say about trainers too. Don't think they're out of the weeds yet. All right. We'll be back on Thursday, guys. You have a great day today. We'll talk to you soon. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. 